Two lions, one dragon. Oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This episode five of Two Lions, One Dragon may contain some swear words. <laughs> it is time. It is episode five of the Two Lions, One Dragon podcast. Guest is back. That's it. We're back for the fifth time. How are we, gentlemen? Five time! Five time podcasters! Five time podcasters! Five time! Well, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, good on the Thursday after day four of my isolation, which is going swimmingly. <laughs> I really don't want to leave the house at all. The beard's growing, Trig. <laughs> really? Couple more days. The beard is growing. Couple more days, we'll get a castaway. I know. I can't. I grow a shit beard as well. Have you started talking to the no, leaves? Glad you can. Well, <laughs> I'd rather not, to be honest. Luke's been but to anyways, the Turkish how are you? Well, how are you? I'm all right. How are you, Dominic? I am. Uh, Surprisingly, I was invested in the games last night. Uh, Hungary, uh, Germany, Portugal, and France. Um, I mm. I got more into them than I thought I would. Um, and me. And to Only because Germany were losing, and there's exactly. the Germans like, the Come on, Hungary! But um, <laughs> you know, like today, looking at the fantasy team, and I've done quite a lot of Euro stuff today, and I'm absolutely buzzing for next Tuesday. To be fair. So in the last episode, we were talking um, the fact that Wales had just qualified and were waiting for all the other teams, and effectively England. We now know how the tournament is playing out. Um, and so firstly, England beat Czech Republic 1-0. I've got a few points here just to quickly run down. We don't want to we don't want to sit on that too long because we were taught all things England so far too long last time because <laughs> I was a bit ranty. <laughs> so it was a great first half. Second half, just it was just controlled. Saka, I didn't realise how good he is. He was immense. Um, Kane should have scored, um, and it shows you the difference of bringing Harry Maguire back into the squad. And finally, from me, what has Sancho done to Southgate? I don't think he's done anything. I think what we're seeing is a cautious approach from the England manager. Um, I think they said in, in commentary that Gareth and his team uh, um, researched a lot of the winners from past tournaments and that mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them, you know, they don't concede many goals, which appears to be what we're doing. And when, you know, I said I was researching a bit of the Euros earlier, I looked back at the Greece victory. Um, because that was an underdog and it was impressive but basically I don't think they won a game more than 1-0 and I I kind of have that feeling that that's the approach Gareth is taking once we get the lead the risky approach it is but once we take take the lead Gareth Southgate's taking the Greece 2004 approach Greece 2004 won the tournament if it means you know I'd rather win the tournament by winning every game 1-0 than thrashing people and not winning the tournament. You know what I'm saying? But it seems like he's going, as soon as we score, let's let's control the ball, let's tire the opposition out, and let's, you know, just control the game. And I I think that's how we're gonna beat Germany as well. I expect to see five at the back with wing backs. Yeah. Uh with the two holding midfielders and you know, because we're good enough to go and get a goal. And I think we're good enough to defend as well. So I think 
Question I, I think, have, I think, we're going to beat the Germans 1-0. Question I have, especially to the Arsenal fan on the gallery, Mr. Drig. Yes. Saka, does he have to start the next game after his performance the other night? It's a toughie, isn't it? Because uh, he can he, play left back as well. Can't he? Although, the toilet, then. although he, <laughs> I just went spoilers. Um, although he's, I've seen a stat and I can't quite remember what it was. It was something to do with he's had us. He was man of the match in each of his debuts, so like Premier League debut. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been like man of the match three out of five times for England as well. So I mean, you, on that. Point and say yes, but I mean for Arsenal, if he played that gr- good opposition, I mean he's the Premier League obviously, but Arsenal mm-hmm. had a terrible season, and the Europa League, the Europa League is a real yeah. Europa League. But then do you start him against the Germans? Um, I'd say probably. It depends. I, I think I think he's going to go toughy. I think I I'd, I'd say yes more than I'd like him to start more than I'd like to see him come off the bench. I don't think he's more of an impact player. I think he's a player who think... starts with a lot of energy and kind of puts England on a front foot. Front foot. And I don't think a lot of other players have shown that for England yet. And he sticks to his defensive duties, which I think Gareth would like, which we saw with the other night when he was tracking back to like right back at one point. Yeah, um... I mean, he's got a lot of options there. I mean, you've got Foden, Sterling, Grealish. We can go there, Saka... Sancho, who's definitely shouting <laughs> Southgate's wife to not start. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a toughie. I mean, that's why Gareth Southgate's the England manager and I'm sitting here in my kitchen <laughs> in South Wales. So. Like I say, I think, I think we will play with the five to begin with and Saka could slot in. He, he's played wing-back for Arsenal, hasn't he? So he, he, yeah. Could, yeah. he could slot in there and we could still play with like the, the likes of Foden and... and Sterling and, and Grealish. Um, Do you think the Germans are going to change their system? Because they played three, they played uh, five, three or five of the backs. No, they're they're wing back. I don't is, think they will. This is what annoys me a little bit. Is um, yeah, we didn't want to play the Germans, but then surely the Germans shouldn't want to play us either. You know, we're not a rubbish side, are we? I mean, I mean it, you haven't looked very convincing in but, the group stage. But have Germany either? You know, they they drew with Hungary. They lost to France. You know, they they, they beat they... Portugal four two. Yeah, but that's that's a one off game, isn't it? <laughs> and it's, it's the same as this, isn't it? It's going to be a one off game. And I mean, like, they... you didn't have a one off game in the group stage, well, that's kind of the difference. There was um, there was ten. They were ten minutes away from going out of the tournament. Um, so I don't think okay, I don't think England have anything to be worried about. But what we will see is a tight game. I think we'll have Kieran. I think Trippier might start. You know. Um, because of the set pieces, they've been abysmal recently, um, and I think he'll be on corners and free kicks just to because it's going to be a tight game and we're going to have to we're going to have to snatch something from there. I think so. I think, I think um, Trippier when, will start. Was it the Czech game or the Croatian or the Scotland game when Mount hit the first player yeah, on the corner like all the four time, times? All yeah. the time. I think, that is I my mean, biggest frustration with professional football. Beat the first man. It's not difficult. Like if if you're having trouble beat the first man, just loop the ball in. Just get some height on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at least you beat the first man. Anything can happen. Yeah. You can get a, the the second ball could drop and you could but score had, you know, um, But beat the first man is going to hurt. He had a bit of COVID in that game, so he got let off. He had a bit of a I shit and freak fucking corners. <laughs> 
the, the one thing I was going to mention is watching how Croatia played against Scotland. I know Scotland sort of sat off them a little bit, but that does show you how England did nullify them a little in the first game. I think um, that is a positive say. But we talked about England a lot. Let's get some predictions. Chad has gone 1-0. Um, Raheem Sterling. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a prediction, and mainly because it is my birthday that day, and I have a meal booked in the evening. I do not want it to go past ninety minutes. So I'm gonna go for one nil as well. What time's your meal? What time's your meal, Luke? To England. Eight o'clock. Oh, it's cutting it. Cutting it fine. Um, what? What? I'm gonna go for a. Although I've had no predictions right so far, I don't think. Can you predict the Germans to win, then? <laughs> I'm probably going to predict the Germans to win. Do you reckon? Uh, oh. Only because you have been convincing going forward. Apart from the first half of the Czech game, the second half was dire. I've never been so bored. Controlled the game, mate. Uh, you can control the game all you want. 1-0, early on. And I mean, you can see if you control the game against the Germans and don't score, then the Germans are going to beat you, aren't they? No. They're the Germans. They don't let. No. Like, I mean, Czech Republic. Yeah, going on. Right, you two, you two. I'm coming in between you. Give me a score prediction, Trey. I'm going to go two 0 the Germans. Two 0 So we're not even scoring. This podcast is over. Who's going to score? It's over. Sterling. I can't. Sterling's going to score and then we're going to defend England are winning 1-0 we're going through he's been cheering for a while oh come on Denmark that's what I'm saying well recent history dictates that we've gone further in competitions than you have how far did you get in Russia Wales, Denmark. Um, it's a toughie, isn't it? Because we tend to do. We I, I see that we tend to do well against better teams. I think we turn up against better teams. When you're um, the underdog, like yeah. we discussed in the last episode. Yeah. Um, what, what's your thoughts on the crowd scenario, Trig? I think that's a well, bit. Well, Denmark are allowed into. Um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, but we. I don't think we are. Aren't they taking the Welsh like, allocation as well? I don't know. I haven't read too much. Also playing at a stadium, so playing at Ajax's stadium, where famously Christian Eriksen used to play as well. So that yeah. they, even if they get neutrals, they might. I think anyone, any neutral is going to side with Denmark because of the yeah. whole Christian yeah. Eriksen story, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I um, agree. I mean, I'm siding. It's a tricky game, but I think it's winnable. Uh, yeah, I think oh, yes, yeah, it's winnable. Any game is winnable, really, when you put your. Tax and tours down to it, but um, you're looking at Ramsey and yeah. Bale for some magic, aren't you? You got to start. I mean, got to start with for Kiefer, every single game. Got to start with Kiefer Moore up front. You can't. You can't go into these games <laughs> now thinking, "Oh, let's see how far we can get before we snatch a goal." It does surprise well, me. Didn't want to lose him, did he, in the last game? Yeah, it surprises him, me how. I mean, Denmark have. I mean, they've have been on a good run where they've kept a lot of clean sheets, which mystifies me because they got Andreas Christensen in defence, and he's kind of shit. Yeah, he's always goal. goal. I saw his goal. What a hit! I know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if we put Kiefer Moore up front, I mean, it's going to give us a good a chance as any. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I they don't look Dan strong James in the back, do they? Running at defence. I think, yeah, I think Dan James is starting to go into the category where he's as important as Ray, uh, Ramsey and Bale. Yeah, I'd agree. He's yeah. arguably been so Wales' best player this tournament. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think, although I don't want it to go to extra time penalties, I think it might be either a goalless draw or one all. Yeah, I, I don't think... I, I don't think either team are going to really outplay each other to the extent where it's going to be like a 2-0, 3-0. I think there will um, think be goals, though. Um, yeah, yeah, I think there'll be goals. Um, our defence has been uh, been really well, uh, been really well, played really well for the last three games, um, especially against Italy, with we were down to ten men. And, and both England and Wales have been quite lucky with the side of the draw that they've fallen on as well. Mm. Like if they go through, it's not a horrible no. route. Although you, yeah, could, think... you could get Holland, couldn't you? Yeah, I think we. I think we're just looking defensively. I think we're looking at forwards like. We're just looking to the next game, really, because we're obviously, probably on paper the probably worst side left. No, actually, like Ukraine. Like, not, Ukraine. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Ukraine. And you're better than Sweden. Yeah, but, but player for player, we got a lot of um, our squad isn't the, the deepest. <laughs> you know, we haven't got deepest quality. So we're probably on paper one of the lower teams left. So we're looking game by game. If we get through, fantastic. If we get knocked out, we're in a, in a we're in a knockout round. So. As, as I say, Trick, you love a tournament. <laughs> love a tournament? No, you love it. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> right, let's get a bit out of you, Matthew. Oh, five nil Wales, easy. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna say one all. I'm gonna say one all. I think it'll be nearly. I think it'll be. Um, Are you gonna experience your first penalty shootout? I love a penalty shot. I do. I love it. As I said, the last one. Go first. No pressure. No pressure. Uh, don't let Bale I, take I, it. I think they'll go extra time. Uh, extra time, but I don't think go penalties. I think someone will get a goal in extra time. Is a Ward good at penalties as well? The keeper. I'm sure I've, he's one of their few. He's a tall bugger. I've so heard. Shy. I mean, he's only played a handful of games in like four years, but I have heard he's good mm. at penalties as well. Is he like Cal the Dragon? Let's hope it doesn't come to that, you know. So hope he doesn't do a um like the key for the last night. Don't mention him. Don't mention him. Final when play Barcelona. Don't mention him. Let's move on. Who, who, I, I promised him we wouldn't mention. Who does the Slovakia keeper play for? <laughs> Club wise. Don't know, mate. Don't know. Is it not Handanovic? Handanovic. No, no, that's Slovenia. Oh, that's Slovenia. Oh yeah, Martin Slovakia when he caught the ball and jumped into his own net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know right. why I, I risked so that then it took me ages to get it one on one all and then one all and then to clinch it in extra time are you? I think either we I think we'll either win it or lose it in extra time I don't I can't see last into penalties to be honest Charles? well I'm just getting payback here for um, the England Germany prediction I'm Go going for it. I don't care 3-1 Denmark Poulsen Go for it Damsgaard. At least, we're, at least we're scoring. At least we're scoring. That's one less than he scored in three games. Hey, we're, we're scoring, then we're defending. I'm telling you, it's happening. 1 0 wins all the way, Luke. Mourinho did it. You, the you Greek nil, players nil. did it. Football's coming home. So I actually see this being pretty cagey, and I actually thought 1 1. 
um, and then going for extra time. And I see whoever winning it, getting it in the last five minutes or so of extra time. And I'm mm. going to put, I'm going to go Wales actually. Keep them all. Oh, you're always so confident to, in the Welsh. Yeah, to, to be. Look, I don't get this right, Luke. You're so supportive of Wales when Trigg is not supportive of England at all. I don't know. I'm, I'm outnumbered. I'm outnumbered. Wales. I'm not supportive of Wales. I just think that it might work for them on that game. It doesn't necessarily mean I think they're going to go all the way. This but show is you called. It's coming home every two minutes. This show is called Two Lions, One Dragon, Luke. Not one lion, two dragons. <laughs> I also predicted England to win your full. Good man, good man. Can we move Charlie? Just talking about England. <laughs> did you know the um, last night England's opponents that they were playing in this round changed eight times? Yeah, eight times. I told you, I got invested stat. in it. What uh, stat? That well, you know, the Germany hung a- actually cheered the hungry second goal. Like it was seconds after Germany had scored as well. What a goal it was as well! Straight put down. Hail Mary down the field. Let's I've go. also got to make a, a, a. I've got to reveal something. The wall chart is out. Too much, too much of a chore filling in that wall chart. Oh, I, did no way. About, I did it for about. It's all three in. games in, and then. Flashback. Just thought I'd admit that. I mean, Tom, I, I, I can't even. Space. I can't see much Come of in. yours as filled Come in from in. here. Let me give you a rundown. Come on. Cool. Give us a rundown. We don't need a rundown. I don't know if you can see that. I know we don't need a rundown. We, no, we can't. What are you That's as like, far as it stretches into Andy Robinson. Did you write it in Tippett? You, you can't really see it because I know I've got glasses on, but Jesus Christ. My handwriting is as well. Did you get Ariana to write that? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hey, she's got your handwriting. <laughs> Sponsored by Just you. Just whilst we're talking about Wales as well, something I shared with you both earlier on today. And it is absolutely cracking me up. Have you seen how the Wales squad posed for the pre-match photo? Yeah, they've, they've got like, two people at the front and then the rest of the team in the back row. They've done that for ages, have not they? They've done that for ages. Yeah, it just shows we—it just shows we like playing international football. To be honest, it's, you know we're not here to put too much pressure on ourselves. We're here to you know enjoy the game. You know, and go in English, but. Yeah, it's a tight, tiny group of, of guys, and you know they love playing with each other. So it does they, crack me up a bit. Do you think it's done. a psychological thing? The, the other teams looking oh, at really? go, what the hell are they no, doing? Chris, Chris Gunter came out and said um, that it was a superstitious thing that they did it, and then they got a couple of good performances. So like us all having our superstitions, which we discussed last week, um, or in the last episode, should I say, they they've adopted it and. That so fair play. It does yeah. sometimes. You have to count and think because you do think have they got the right amount of players on the pitch? Just does throw me sometimes. It's like there's two at the back. There can't be nine at the front. And then, <laughs> you know. Quick yeah, maths. That's the formation. Two, two at the back. <laughs> this is two. Yeah, two at the back. We're we're attacking. Very fluid. So the other Very games fluid. then. Run us through. I I haven't got. Okay, you, you you spoke about we had the easier side of the draw. Um, let's head on over to the other side of the draw, where Ooh, we have a, a we have Belgium Portugal <sighs> game, which is the game I would have been at. Game of the round. We've got it COVID. Italy Austria, France Switzerland, 
Croatia, fancy. Spain. That's a that's a Croatia. tough one to call. I, I fancy Croatia too. Sweden, Ukraine. Turn that one off. Ukraine. England, Germany, Sweden. Holland, Czech Republic, and Wales, Denmark. How irritating is Pepe, by the way? Pepe <laughs> is just infuriating. The amount of time that guy asks for someone to be carded. Do you tell him? You, do, yeah. do you see the one of him telling Patricio where to dive for Benzema's penalty? Yeah. yeah. And then had a go at him, but like Benzema could have changed. And he also makes me look fast. How slow he looks at the moment. He is thirty-eight, though, right? He's still, yeah, he's still. Yeah, yeah thirty-eight years old. But still, old. you just you pinpoint that. I thought. Um, he's older than Goran Pandev. Sanchez looked good last night. He was sorry. I thought um, Sanchez looked good in the middle when they brought him on. Ronaldo Sanchez. Yeah. He was decent last he tournament, really. He was decent. Yeah, he was. Swansea and yeah. Was he, was he now Lille? Is he in Lille or Rennie? Which one? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, in Lille. And they won the league, didn't they? Yeah. They did. Yeah, I just can't see... I see Belgium as kind of a better Spain. I haven't seen them not. Better Spain with a better striker. They have good but then, They have good players on paper, don't they? Yeah, but they're a golden generation but I haven't won anything, so I I do think it would be a really boring game. I think everyone will yeah. build it up because Belgium is so good and it's got obviously Ronaldo in, but I think it will be a, a really dull game. I did expect Portugal France to be dull, but if it wasn't for a penalty happy referee, it's shocking. Mm, it probably it could have been. Yeah, I think there's. I think it's the only second contentious call by VAR. He ref the Champions League. I think he well went to VAR. I think the, the the foul on Mbappe was never a foul. He ref the Champions no. League as well, didn't he? Champions League final. Yeah, yeah. he's um he's very. Uh, it's all about him, big ego, apparently. Uh, I see that with a lot of the, the European refs. Hey, yeah. what about the ref that we had against um, Czech Republic? He was a bit of a farce, wasn't he? See, when um, Saka got fouled on the edge of the box and he didn't give it. That was a yeah. foul. Get over. He whacked him out. He whacked him out. It wasn't a foul. There was loads of fouls foul. he didn't give. I think he was a bit of his own. I think, I think you're going to talk about the ref and with Scotland game and calling for a Sterling penalty. That I wasn't think a penalty. You're grasping at whatever the saying is. Straws. Straws. My call of Holland winning the thing is still on up for grabs, isn't it? Are uh, they going to be? Who have we just talked about? Belgium um, winning it with Ronaldo being top goal scorer. Yeah, he is top. Good, good. He, he's been given this bloody golden boot. Any how many penalties does he have? Three or four? Any? We said that as well, didn't we? He said people who get penalties, you know, fucking. Yeah, two last night. It's annoyed me. It annoys me. Bloody Ronaldo. I hate it. Yeah. Same with Bruno Fernandes in the Premier League, though, isn't it? He scored a lot of goals, but I think he would. He'd only have he'd only have eight goals if he wasn't if he didn't have penalties. So I mean, I think he was lucky not to concede a penalty on that foul on um, Dembele when he raked the back of his ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very lucky, but it's funny how the tables turn, doesn't it? When he wants a penalty, he's a rolling around and crying well it reminds me of um, remember when I can't remember when it was I think it was the season before the last when 
Um, he kicked the leg of Tyrone Mings, I think, for Aston Villa, yeah. against Aston Villa, and they and Man United got the penalty. Oh which yeah, is never a penalty. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but I absolutely hate Man United. So speaking of the uh, uh, so fine. speaking of the Premier League, what about tonight's breaking news? Ben White to Arsenal, fifty million trick. I mean, he's a good, bright young star, isn't he? Right, and I'll lay that down straight away. He's got good, a lot of potential. But when we're screaming out for a not world class, because we're not a world class team anymore, for a, like a properly good creative midfielder, we'd let Erdegaard go because he's going to be cost too much money. But we're screaming out for someone like that, and then we spend fifty million pound on a centre back. I mean. I have no idea what the transfer policy is and what the recruitment policy is. I, I mean, I, I know he used to be data. And when Wenger was in, he had a really good scouting network. Um, and when when he left, they kind of went more data-driven with with all your stats and all this and that. But don't get to see the player play. I mean, Pepe scored twenty odd goals in the French league, but when he came, he was dog shit. So I mean, stats can give you everything. You got the old. You could have scored twenty odd penalties, but the stats say scored twenty goals. Oh, that's good on paper. I heard uh, on that actually. I heard a really interesting um, interview with Jack Wilshire, where he said he hates the stat-driven side of the game because a midfielder can be have pass accuracy through the roof, oh. um, um, yeah. and pass completion, but they just go sideways. I think in the Premier League a couple of seasons, Murtasaka was like the. the yeah in the top three for the best pass accuracy but if you're just going sideways and not watching a player I don't really yeah. like that driven football I think you've got to go and actually see a player and how they influence the game if you think but about all ben the White, if you think about all the players that um, Wenger brought through like he brought Henri he brought Vieira Perez Youngberg all the invincibles really and then Fabri that <laughs> he brought up but then since Wenger's left what players have we produced bar the generation that's come through now and Saka and yeah, I mean nothing really Danny, Danny Sabayas so, looked pretty decent when he first came didn't he but he was oh, I'm glad he's gone he was crap after I mean, that he must he must have an ego where he's been average for us for two seasons and he wants to go back to Real Madrid to stay a claim for a place I mean sorry but no yeah. no mate it's not happening but he's I mean the price to, tag God, for Ben White because he's English, do you think? Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. It's, he's, if it was... Um, How old is he? A foreign, um, he's 20 or 21, something like that. But if a foreign like club... He's a spray tan as well. If a foreign club come in for him, like a, a lot of German clubs that come in for young British players, um, it, they wouldn't go near 50 million, but because it's a fellow Premier League club and he's English, it's going to drive the price up. I'll tell you what, though, yeah, you but, should get... Um, you should get whoever negotiated that deal. Get him on the. He should have been on the Brexit bloody deal, shouldn't he? <laughs> Fifty million. <laughs> Jesus. This podcast podcast is taking a turn. <laughs> We're getting political. We have rambled on this evening, gentlemen. It has been a pleasure. We've gone slightly off topic, but I, I like it. We love a tangent, <laughs> but that I think that. That's it all for episode five. Drink of his Costa. You know what, right? That's it all for the episode five of the Two Lions, One Dragon podcast. 
Oh, I never want it to end. Oh, but and it doesn't end because you can come on Instagram and share and like two lions, one dragon podcast. See, thanks for leading me into that. Check it out on Spotify. Check it out on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. put it on, download it, stick it on while you're driving. It's about five episodes now. I mean, make sure you turn it down for the parts where you know where Charlie's going to shout "It's coming home" because it's coming home.